6: Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five.
0: All right, and we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Familiar voice that you're going to hear in just a moment, uh, Drago Dimitrov. Uh, Drago, thanks for joining us as always. Appreciate it. And you've got a new piece out, uh, actually a couple of them, but one in particular about an atheist that is making some big splashes.
7: Yes, indeed. Nice to see you, John. I want to mention, too, that uh, whenever I hear your intro music, man, I get pumped. I'm entering the <laughs> arena, ready for some fun.
3: Well,
0: well, thank you. It's always a joy having you. And again, as you were emailing me this week, I'm like, you know, haven't heard from Drago in a little bit. Let's get him back on. So your timing is always perfect. I appreciate it very much.
7: Perfect. Yeah, so um, Ayan Hirsi Ali um, she, you know, she was part of the new atheist movement, and um, she was a critic of Islam. Okay, uh, but she posted this influential piece uh, where she now became a Christian because, in the midst of all these conflicts, there's no clear unifying thread uh, for society. So that's kind of how she turned to Christianity. Yeah, okay, so the
0: only which you know, which we we see that happen on occasion where somebody that's a complete atheist, you know, my cohort who's here. Uh, Tuesday's, uh, Fridays. Uh, Andy Pate. He's one of those individuals that was raised by an atheist family, and on his own uh, fruition, at one point in time, just you know went through all of the. Uh, really uh, kind of not just historical end of things, but Scripture itself, and realize, wait a minute, what I've been thinking and doing and believing all these years just doesn't make any sense. Anyways, long story short, and he's got his own testimony, yeah. I won't steal that from him, but, you know, a similar situation, Drago, and we hear this from time to time. Wh- what, in this particular case, what did she do to actually determine that, you know, hey, this Christianity thing isn't all bogus after all?
7: Yeah, I mean, what I would say, and I can't comment on her experience uh, as well, but I would say that um, fundamentally it's a crisis of meaning. I think that atheism does, if you just follow it logically, lead to a sort of nihilistic resignation and attitude where nothing ultimately matters. Now, granted, if you ask an atheist, they wouldn't say that. They would say, oh, no, 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 like, I believe in love. I believe in compassion and being. And it will do good things, and it will be nice people, but um, philosophically, the system just doesn't support uh, such kind of grand thinking when you really analyze it. And that was the point of my piece.
0: Well, and I think, and, and by the way, to your point, I think, at least the way I view it, is when there's no creator of things, there's no one to be, you know, no being to be accountable to, and it's just, well, I'm it. I am my own accountability. I'm who is responsible for X, Y, and Z. Well, well, Drago, we just can look back through history and realize that, number one, that that system of thinking, quite frankly, Drago, gets us to where we are today as a country. In other words, when there's nothing to be accountable to and you're it, well, at the end of the day, it doesn't really bode well because the meaning of life, the value of life, if you ask me, is diminished greatly.
7: Kind of like... The saying where if a tree falls and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? I think morally you could say the same thing as far as accountability. if you If someone does something good, but there is no eternal observer of that good, like if there's no creator or God who sees all and you know makes things persist, well then the good, did the good thing even happen? Because mm. at the end of the day, it's all going to turn into black nothingness, so who cares if you did the good thing or the bad thing, if there's no eternity? Which leads,
0: you've got another another blog that you wrote talking about, is there things really to apologize for? You know, you titled it, Should You Apologize? And, of course, to me, this just dovetails right into what we're talking about uh, on your whole belief system. Because, again, if you're accountable and you feel like there's someone you have to be accountable to, well, then, of course, if you cause harm to someone else, or including yourself, by the way, well, then, of course, apologies are necessary. But on the same token, Drago, if there's no one that's holding you accountable, what's what's there to apologize for?
7: Yeah. What does apology even mean? I mean, you're implying that there's some sort of standard, some sort of separate ideal that you have violated. But if those ideals aren't real, then what are you actually apologizing for other than, you know, relationally, you know, expectation setting, where maybe, you know, I'm sorry I didn't measure up to the expectations you had, and I consented to. Um, so there is that. And and that's a separate topic, too, if you want to get into that. Um, yeah, no, I think, because, I think
0: you know, yeah. again, I think they dovetail into one another, and, and there's a lot of folks I know that are uh, wouldn't call themselves Christians, they would maybe call themselves atheists, or just not believing in the same things that you know, I and you believe in, but, you know, and again, at the end of the day, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. You've got to come to that conclusion and to that, uh, in my opinion, you've got, just like our our first uh, first article and what you were talking about, you know, people have to figure that out on their own. You cannot, I've learned this through the years, you can't force anyone to believe anything. They have to do that on their own. It's much why I believe God gave us free will in the first place, Drago, which is a great gift and maybe a great curse at the same time, but we have the freedom to choose what we do or don't do.
7: We have that free will. Unfortunately, though part of the atheist materialist community is um, quick to subvert the concept in free will and say that your, your free will is an illusion. You know a lot of the great mm-hmm. atheist thinkers of today try to make that claim, which you know that itself is self-sabotaging. The only thing I would say here for brevity is the footprint is not the foot. If I see a footprint on the snow if I point to the footprint and say, hey, there's the foot, there's the foot, you say, no, it's not, that's what the foot left on the, to the snow. Well, right. same thing, when we talk about, and I'm sorry for the esoteric thing, but brain activity, you might be able to study the electricity of the brain, but that's not the same thing as thinking. And so just True. because we can measure True. brain energy and impulses, it's not the same thing as the thought itself.
0: Which is, you know, we can get really deep here, it even goes into the whole soul aspect of things, just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist.
7: Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, one other point you might find interesting um, on the atheism topic, I wrote this piece titled The Resurrection Conspiracy, and uh, this was actually, I wrote it on Easter, and the point being is if you talk about Jesus Christ dying and resurrecting, right. people today will look at you, uh, you know, secular people like that's and say, how could you possibly believe in this miraculous thing? It sounds like some magic. And okay, you understand the skepticism, but what? The secular people never think is, well, what's the alternative? You know, it's one thing to just say, mm-hmm. ah, resurrection, that's nonsense. Okay, fine, but if you believe that, then you actually believe in the biggest conspiracy <laughs> ever perpetuated. Good point. that means people covered it up.
2: Good the point. early
7: saints who got tortured to death, all they had to say is, Nah, just kidding, I don't believe in Jesus and they would have been spared. They had no Very true. incentive so this is like the greatest conspiracy ever perpetuated. So you're a conspiracy theorist. If you're an atheist, the logical conclusion is you're a conspiracy theorist, which I know it sounds controversial, but that's No, what you're right.
0: Is. Anyway, what's interesting about some of what you said a moment ago too is I've never known anyone yet And we can talk about a lot of conspiracies, Drago, today, but I've never known anybody yet to die for something that they really didn't truly believe in. I'll use Flat Earth for an example. I don't know too many Flat Earthers willing to give up their life to say the Earth is flat. Do you?
7: Uh, I can't say I've met any.
0: I I have not either. So, I mean, you know, bottom line— uh, those early Christians and those early individuals that believed in resurrection enough to where not only did they experience it, but they were willing to die for it, that alone should say something, to your point. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, All right okay. so let, let's okay. talk about the whole, you know, golden rule, do unto others as you do unto, as you would want them to do unto you, and is there a need to apologize? Uh, and, and I guess, first things first, what made you think of that, you know, what made you think to write that in the first place?
7: Huh you look at complex family
0: dynamics, relationships. Oh, draw and and really quick, Drago, move to a different spot. I'm having a hard time hearing you, and I do oh. want to hear your answer. So, move to a different spot, if you can.
7: I, apologize. Is this any better?
0: That's way better. Thank you. Thank you.
7: Fantastic. Yeah, as far as what inspired it, I mean, I think when they look at the difficulties and complexity of family relationships or the close interpersonal relationships. And oftentimes how there's misunderstanding of, like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. But someone thinks you did, or vice versa, you think they did something wrong, they're not so sure. And I realize it's complicated compared to, as a child, is very easy. You guys, uh, let's say the Ten Commandments is very black and white. If you committed a sin, you apologize. You broke the rules. Right. But there's the easy level, but the higher levels are like, okay, what well, good is you could do <laughs> You could have given that attribute uh, to a total trivial. But it's not wrong that you didn't, they're hurt now because there's an no expectation. In your relationships with your spouse, with your children, um, maybe, uh, you didn't commit a sin, they had certain expectations, and you let them out to you apologize for that, or you just say, Well, I didn't commit a sin, so I apologize.
0: And, and, Drago, I'm going to stick you on hold, see if Charlie can't get a better connection, because I wanted to hear that last part again. I'm going to take a break, hold him over. I want to get to that, because I think that's a, an important factor in this. So hang tight. Affordable interest mortgage is next. Kurt's going to join me here at 5 o'clock, by the way. We'll talk all things mortgages and the housing market. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be right back. Kurt Rogers, 720-895-0500.
8: Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? that debt ratio is too high, we can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment in debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS, two nine eight one nine one. regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Keep this number
0: handy through the holidays you might need at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
5: Low water pressure can ruin your day, but high water pressure can damage your fixtures and appliances, and High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. High pressure causes water to flow too powerfully through your pipes, so when it comes to the end of a line, it slams into your fixture or appliance, causing damage that potentially voids the warranty on the appliance or fixture. So if you're hearing banging in your pipes that sounds like this, you may have water pressure that's far too high. There are many factors that can affect water pressure. So, High Five installs a device to measure and regulate that pressure. So, you're not damaging your toilets, faucets, fridges, or anything else in your home that uses water. For water pressure that's out of control or even just to find out if it is, call High Five for that at one 877 we 5 or go to klzradio.com/plumbing and tell them you're a KLZ listener for $50 off your repair. Take
0: If you've thought of a home remodel project, Premier Home Remodels is the place to call. They'll help you from beginning to end. Find them at klzradio.com.
6: Premier Home Remodels can turn your remodeling ideas into reality with their 3D digital rendering of your home project. Premier can prevent any surprises by creating this clear picture of what your project will look like upon completion. This 3D digital rendering breaks down the whole process from the design to construction work, while also showing you every detail of the tile, cabinets, structure and more. Premiere will help eliminate any guesswork on what your updated remodel might look like by showing you the reality of how it will turn out. Premier also works with you to customize your ideas within your budget. This gives you the next level detail, not just visually, but also financially. Premier Home Remodels always takes the time with you to fine-tune every design aspect to fit your specific needs and desires. To see the full picture of what your remodel will look like, go to klzradio.com remodel. That's klzradio.com remodel.
0: Level Engineering, find out if solar is right for you. Alan would love to talk to you. Alan Davis, 303-378-7537.
9: Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows that you would want to own your personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There's great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps, working with Allen. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill, no additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed, and great savings on your power bill. Usually, only about 25 to 35% of the amount you were going to pay the power company. Most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it, just like some of our KLZ listeners. They love the freedom from the power company that it gives them, and they love the huge tax credit, too. Call Alan Davis for a no-obligation quote. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537.
2: Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush.
0: All right, and we are back, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Drago Dimitrov with us now. And Drago, before we continue on and uh, got a better connection from you, uh, tell folks how to find you before we move on, by the way.
7: Yes, uh, thanks, John. At www.drago.life. And I uh, love engagement there. I love people's opinions.
0: Awesome. All right, let's get back to this whole golden rule thing. And, uh, you know, we got some of that, although you were breaking up quite a bit. So I'll just have you start over from from square one. And, you know, why is this whole – you know, I'm sorry, why is that such a big deal?
7: Well, let's start with what do we mean when we say the Golden Rule? What do we mean when we say do unto others as they would do unto you?
0: Well, I think for most it's be kind, you know, be affectionate, make sure that you're not stepping on toes, make sure that you're treating them, again, exactly the way that we would want to be treated. Now, again, the Golden Rule has a lot of other connotations to it as well. But personally, for me, it would be, I want you to treat me, Drago, exactly the same way I would treat you, with respect, with honor, with dignity, and so on.
7: Yes. Uh, agreed. So I guess the the, the one, everyone will agree when it comes to actual harm, that's obvious. So I, I don't want someone to punch or stab me, so I'm not going to punch or stab someone.
0: Correct. You
7: know, act, actual harm. But then, let's take it up a, in a more nuanced notch. So what about a situation where you have two individuals with different risk tolerances? So meaning, you, you hop in a car, the driver drives recklessly 100 miles an hour, twisting and turning on these hills. An accident could happen, but it doesn't. He gets you to the location safe and sound. You get out there, and you, you demand an apology. Hey, what was that? And then he just says, well, nothing bad happened. Why should I apologize? Are you being right so with me, Drago?
0: Of- I mean, quit quit talking about me that way, because that's kind of like how I drive.
7: <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a a good analogy. I
0: mean, it's like, okay, because to me, okay, I don't feel really uncomfortable doing that. We got there safely. No harm done. Everything's great. But in this case, you might feel uncomfortable and or uh, in some cases really at risk for that ride you just took. But yet I don't see anything wrong with it.
7: Right. So to what extent is there an obligation to apologize for introducing extra risk for somebody? Great question. But the bad thing didn't actually happen. And then everybody has a different sense of True. what is risky and what is not.
0: True. So in that case, would I have, you know, I guess technically, when we got in the car together knowing you've never ridden with me before, I should be asking Drago, you know, how how used to you are, you know, how used to driving you know, faster and maybe taking a few risks, are you? Because I'm one of these where I'm going to get from A to B as quickly as I can, but if that bothers you, I guess I should probably back off some.
7: And that question makes a great point, where if we're transparent about setting expectations up front in our relationships, and then we consent to it, that's going to lead to a healthier participation in that relationship. Agree. And Right. So, And then, of course, similarly, so that, that's potential harm. And then other times, it's, you know, it's the good that you didn't do. It's like, well, I didn't hate you. I didn't do anything bad. But you said, oh, well, I really wish you had gone to the, you know, when you were at the store, you got me a sandwich as well. And it, now should I apologize to you, John, that I didn't get you that sandwich? You know, maybe. It depends on our relationship. depends on what, you know, yep. expectations we have, right? So right. And, and to layer. your,
0: to your yeah. point a moment ago, I think, and this is true with most relationships, husband, wife, whatever, it's that whole communication piece of, you know, I guess what I should have done is Drago, uh, and let's say those roles are reversed and I'm the one at the store, I guess I should text you before I leave saying, hey, Drago, I'm about to leave the store. Is there anything else you need? That comes back to that communication piece.
7: Right, and so for me, what, from a perspective of a Christian, I think what's interesting is you have like the relationship with God perspective, which is you know if you sin or you not sin. I mean that that's the apology, that's how you're reconciled with God. But these other things that we're talking about, the sandwich, the car, you know, it's not that actual sin is being committed, the person right. driving or the right. person who didn't get the sandwich, right. but there's still you might so offer an apology, not because you sinned, but because of the relationship, because you simply want to prioritize and elevate a certain relationship. And so there's apology for sin, and then there's apology for a sort of relationship management, reconciliatory thing, and um, it's just different. I've never heard it talked about like this. No, I never either. And it really, in, in,
0: in my opinion, Drago, it also comes down to Who is that individual? You know, me personally, you know, no offense, Drago, drive as fast as you want. I'll be fine when we get there. And by the way, if you don't buy me a sandwich, I'm still good because I'm kind of a thick-skinned kind of a person. Part of that's because probably what I do each day, there's not going to be a whole lot of things out there that really are going to offend me, but I'm me. Everybody else isn't me.
7: Yeah, and the natural implication of that is, so let's say if your your personality is like maybe – less neurotic or less anxious, less scared of risk, Um, you know, low expectations on other people, kind of easygoing. Well, that's a great, you know, you have inner peace with yourself, but the irony is when you're in a relationship, the likelihood is that the other person is going to be more worried maybe, or they're going to have... Either they're going to be have less uh, tolerance for different things, right? So, But yep. if you're the easygoing person, that's just the burden you're going to have to carry in all of your relationships with other people, is that they're going to have more expectations than you, or vice versa. If you're a high-expectations person, you need to be aware of how those dynamics and the asymmetry of yep. apology is, where you, right. you might be demanding other people apologize to you more than uh, vice versa.
0: Well, and I, and I do think, and this, by the way, dovetails into, I think, where we're at today as a society, not necessarily when it comes to our faith, but just the simple fact that you know we've gotten so many generations now to where everybody's a winner, nobody can be offended, everybody gets a trophy. We've almost gotten to this point, Drago, to where no one has thick skin anymore. Everybody's got really thin skin, and in turn, most everybody runs around being offended. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't at times, but let's face it, there are some... And in my opinion, menial things that happen where, you know, I like the color red and you like the color purple. Great. We can still get along at the end of the day. And I'm not offended because you like purple.
7: And taking that back to the concept of golden rule, let's use your red and purple, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So is the question, let me imagine if I were, let's say I'm red, you're purple or whatever. Do I have to imagine now, what would it be like if I was purple and, and, and use that, or, or do I say, well, if I was in John's circumstances, being the red person, or, or like, you know, use it with a personality, right, what if, what if I was really scared of stuff? Like, I'm not scared of stuff, but maybe I should be, you know, sympathetic to someone who is scared of things. So, number one. But then number two, if you go too far to that extreme about comfort, well, what about somebody who is so scared of being out of their comfort zone it's bad for them? Let me, let me just come up with an example right maybe you need someone to get out of the house get to go for a walk and get some fresh air but you know they think if they step outside the house they're going to inhale some poison and die or something right you make them take a walk they get mad at you say you need to apologize to me yeah that's a ridiculous example but the question is should you apologize i mean you did something objectively good for them perhaps but from their perspective it's terror you just cause this person terror agree. so so what's the what's
0: the well concern? and and i think and by the way there's been even some Uh, movies and things kind of along these lines when it comes to that extreme to where you are helping that person, you are doing them good. And no, I don't think in that particular case, Drago, there's any apology needed. Again, I think this comes back down to that whole conversation piece where you say, listen, we're going to go for a walk. I know you don't like it. I know you think that you may die from the air that you breathe out there, but let me tell you what, I'm out there every day and I'm still standing, so bottom line, for your own good and for your own health, we're going to do this and I'm going to drag you outside. And by the way, I'm not apologizing up front for doing so. Just let them know that on the front side. Again, not, to me, this just comes down to that open communication, which frankly, Drago, I feel like because of where we're at as a society and all of this whole even free speech issue and the fact fact that if you say something offensive, you shouldn't say it anymore, because of some of that, we're losing communication today.
7: Yeah, we're we're losing the organic back-and-forth communication, but to your point, the antidote would just be transparent expectation setting up front, so that everybody knows exactly what they're getting into, and there's no surprises.
0: And, and, And I... I'm not trying to be negative here, Drago, but it feels to me like we're doing less and less of that all the time because we feel like if we do that, we're now somehow stepping on toes and we're saying things that somebody else may not like, so let's just not say it at all, which, by the way, is never the answer.
7: Yeah, well, right, right. I mean, the hope I cling to is that even in any disagreement, you can always take – find the higher common ground and Agree. start there. So there's always a starting point you Agree. can find with somebody and then you can move from there. But it's true.
0: And, the, and these are things that just, I'm, I'm just going to be honest, Drago, we're we're not teaching the things that you and I are talking about right now. We're not teaching it in junior high. We're not teaching it in elementary school, high school, definitely not on the college level. I don't know that we even teach this in corporate America anymore, Drago. We've gotten to the point to where everybody's you know, thoughts on things, if they're out of the norm or it's going against the grain, people just have learned to shut up, which, by the way, that does not bring good dissertation. It doesn't bring good ideas, innovation. We're stifling these things by shutting down speech.
7: That's what's been happening, though, I mean, and now I have my newborn son. Uh, Education is going to be, I don't even know if we're going to have college 20 years from now. Uh, (laughs) So that'll be interesting how that changes.
0: It will be. And
7: also... And also, I mean, this Israel, the Palestine stuff. I mean, that's there's some interesting fissures even on, um, you know, the censorship party, right? That uh, yep, it, that's going to be interesting how that shakes out because all of a sudden the unified tribes are getting split politically. Yep, no, nope, you're right. some change. Yeah,
0: Drago, as always, I appreciate it very much. Reach out again. I know I won't see you before Thanksgiving, so have a great Thanksgiving. But let's try to touch base between Thanksgiving and Christmas.
7: Great. Absolutely, John. Appreciate so you, man.
0: And have fun with your newborn. That's always great. I I, I envy you. That's always fun. Thank you, sir. You betcha, man. Have a great night. And and Drago's a great guy. I really appreciate him. And uh, it has pieces that really start getting your brain going and thinking about different things in a different way than maybe we might not be thinking on a daily basis. So I encourage you, go to his, his website, check things out, and we'll have those links up later tonight as well. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith, and again, Al wants to help you with your finances and making sure that you're on track to retirement, but even more so, are you going to get there, stay there? Have you thought about all of the what-ifs? If you don't have answers to that, call Al Smith today, Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128.
4: Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial loves aircraft. And he knows that to land a plane, you need to follow a checklist. And just like landing a plane, a successful retirement means having a quality time-tested checklist to avoid the myriad of potential pitfalls you could run into. He'll help you determine what you want your retirement to look like, be it traveling, going on cruises, donating or volunteering or anything else that you have in mind for a fulfilling retirement. And you can find comfort in knowing that Al has been at this for over three decades. He's seen nearly everything that can derail your plan. You know that his checklist is going to be realistic, flexible and proven through years of experience in addition to being customized for you. Contact Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com slash money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Investment, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.
0: Okay, in our home transitions, I talk about it a lot, but ask about the RE-UP program. If you've got a home that needs some remodeling or you've inherited a home even that needs some remodeling, Find out how they can help you with all of that and maximize your profits. Find them at klzradio.com.
10: When you have an inherited home, you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start. Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Kat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix, and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Kat and Robin are your true real estate advocates, and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com slash home or call 720-437-8210.
0: If you're thinking of some upgrades electrically speaking around your home, Genesis 1-3 Electric can do all of that for you. Find him at klzradio.com.
3: Genesis 13 Electric knows that everything you have plugged in costs you money. Even when your phones and computers are not attached, the cords in the outlets still draw power, and those generic chargers use much more juice than the branded ones. That's why Genesis 13 Electric recommends Leviton electrical panels that utilize technology called load shedding. This allows you to turn off entire outlets or sections of your home when you want, eliminating those extra loads from your 24-hour electrical consumption. You can decide what is essential and what is not in real time. You can use the smartphone app to keep on top of power consumption and take control of your electric bills. You can reset the panel or reset breakers from anywhere. This is essential for larger homes and truly gives you full control of your power usage. So reach out to Genesis 1-3 Electric by going to klzradio.com slash light to access KLZ listener savings today. Our
0: reverse mortgage expert, that's Bruce Simmons. Call him today if you have any questions on a reverse mortgage and just ask him how it works and how it may work for you personally. 303-467-7821.
10: A reverse mortgage can make sense for you in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821 or schedule online now at klzradio.com/reverse. And MLS 409914 American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Now,
6: back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing where every call ends with a high five.
0: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. So speaking of communication, which we were just doing with Drago a minute ago, I've got a little clip from CNN on an interview with Vivek Ramazwamy. And this particular newscaster, which I don't watch CNN, so I couldn't tell you who this person is, is trying to basically get him to comment on Trump calling certain people vermin which he's just taking all kinds of heat on and honestly I really don't know why well I do know why because Hitler used that term uh, and because Hitler used it they're now equating you know Donald Trump to Hitler which by the way is the most ludicrous thing that you could ever imagine I mean there's all sorts of words that we use in our vocabulary on an ongoing basis and you know cuz you call somebody a rat or a fink or something along those lines I mean it's the most it's the dumbest thing ever well anyways This interviewer was asking him his thoughts on this, and I wish I could get the rest of our Republican candidates to respond to the press the same way he does. Unfortunately, we don't, but this is, in my opinion, textbook on how you handle one of these scenarios, and I'll just play it and let you listen for yourself. Here we go
11: that language they live like vermin do you believe that that is as your uh, republican colleague chris christie has said neo-nazi rhetoric
1: this is a classic mainstream media move pick some individual phrase of donald trump focus on literally that word without actually interrogating the substance of what's at issue the word was chosen we are for in a middle reason of a cultural war in this country
11: Well, you know what? It's actually
1: describing a series of behaviors. You have Antifa and other related groups that have been burning down cities for the last three years in this country.
11: Would you describe them as vermin? Violating the
1: rule of law. We have an invasion on our southern border. We have millions of people crossing our southern border. Let's talk about the substance of why we have to recognize that we're not in ordinary times. Would you use that language yourself? So the vocabulary of the vermin or not is not what's important. Well, I haven't used that language. So So you can look at my, my track record on the campaign trail. I talk about the issues, we all talk about them differently. But what I'm not gonna do is play some game of focusing on some word that somebody else said without ignoring entirely the substance of what we're actually talking about. A border crisis of historic proportion. Economic stagnation we haven't seen in 50 years a national identity crisis and a loss of national pride in the next generation That's potentially existential for this country. Let's talk about our dependence on China today We're actually talking about Xi Jinping picking on Donald Trump's word vermin to talk about that status quo You know what's vermin? What's running around San Francisco on a given day before Gavin Newsom cleaned it up on a dime to roll out the red carpet for Xi Jinping?
0: He's 100 percent correct. There's not one thing that he said there that was wrong. He literally didn't even use the word other than describing what was on the streets of San Francisco, which actually I loved. So what he did textbook, by the way, and how we as conservatives should be responding to those individuals on the left that ask these stupid questions in the first place. I was texting Andy back and forth this morning along these lines, and it's like, why, why, why can't we collectively get together and do that? Now, would I have used that word? Well, I haven't really thought about that word in a number of years, so probably wouldn't have because I don't have a very large vocabulary. So, frankly, no, I probably wouldn't have. I can use scumbag and all sorts of other things, which, by the way, it's all fitting. I wish Donald Trump did a better job of using his words because every single thing he says— the left and the media is going to pick apart, including the scumbags like Chris Christie, which he is. And I wish he'd just go away. I'm tired of hearing, even hearing his name and looking at him. So I wish he'd just drop off and go away, get out of the race. And But again, because we're dumb on our side, the left picks up on what Chris Christie said about Donald Trump and the use of that word. And then they throw that at Vivek. Now... As I said a moment ago, textbook response in the way Vivek responded to all of that. Talked about the issues. Talked about what's really going on. Didn't use the word other until he got to the end talking about San Francisco. Threw Newsom under the bus, by the way, which might likely be their candidate when it's all said and done. So good job, Vivek, of throwing Gavin Newsom under the bus. Again, folks, textbook. Why can't we... As Republicans and conservatives, do what he did there over and over again. I, I, I'm going to ask that question. I've got Kirk coming on at 5. I've got another 20 minutes left of, of this particular hour, and I'm going to ask that question. Why can't we do that? 303-477-5600. If you can't call in and you want to text me the answer, feel free to do that as well. 307-282-22. But I, I'm really confused as to why, as a party in general, can't we do the same thing? We tend to do, though, what Donald Trump did, call people names and not talk about the real issues. Now, I understand that's Donald's, Donald Trump's defense mechanism, and he does that at times just to fight back against the people that are fighting at him. But I wish he did that better. And quite frankly, if he did do that better, he'd be president today. The problem is he doesn't do that well. And the other side attacks him for it, and even then folks in the middle get irritated with it and won't vote for him. And that's the brass tax, folks. We'll be right back. American National Insurance is next. Find out how Paul Leuenberger, my, in- my insurance agent, can help you save money and have the right insurance at all times. 303-662-0789.
11: Paul Luenberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Leuenberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out of pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789.
0: Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. Make sure that you're dialed in with your estate. And right now, Michael's looking at the first of the year to get that done. So make that appointment quickly. Find him at klcradio.com.
3: estate planner Michael Bailey doesn't want your Thanksgiving ruined by arguing again
11: this year.
8: What a great looking dinner. It sure is good that we could all come together and eat some turkey this year.
11: Mm -mm. Yeah, well, you know, I sure do wish Mama could be here. She's probably getting closer to leaving us. Hey, I wonder what her plan is with her collection of presidential Chia Pet heads. Hey, those are mine. She promised. She said I could have them, and she wants them on display at her funeral. You can keep whatever you want, as long as I get the money to pay off my RV. She ain't gonna pay you nothing. She already said I'm taking them over the finances and i'm getting a Woo-hoo. that settles it we're calling that mobile estate planner michael bailey i heard on the radio he'll come to her and he'll know how to make it all official and he works quick this holiday season give
3: your family something they can really use an estate plan that keeps them from arguing at the dinner table contact mobile estate planner michael bailey by going to klzradiocom slash estate and get your house in order
0: All right, Ridgeline Auto Brokers. I talked to Josh today, by the way, the owner of, and they've got decent inventory right now. And if there's something that you're looking for, yes, used car prices are down slightly, although don't look for that to be that way forever. So if there's something you need when it comes to a new used car, give them a call today. Find them at RidgelineAutobrokers.com.
6: Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at ridgelineautobrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit ridgelineautobrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car.
0: All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. If you're thinking about an upgrade to your furnace, they can help you with that, and they've got great financing as well right now. Find them at klzradio.com.
2: Firing up your furnace for the first time this season can reveal problems, and Cub Creek Heating and AC wants you to be prepared for the winter. The Ream Heating and Air Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek know that a bad filter can overheat your furnace, especially when you first turn it on. A dirty filter or other components can cause a dusty home, respiratory issues, and the dirt can cause mechanical and electrical elements to fail. Dirty or damaged components can lead to serious failures that turn a $200 fix into a $2,000 one. When you schedule the team at Cub Creek to tune up your furnace, you get a 30-point inspection, including mechanical, electrical, filter changes, pressure checks, and more. And if you become a Cub Creek member, you can save money, and Cub Creek will ensure your system is always ready. Reach out to the passionate HVAC experts at Cub Creek to service your furnace by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC today. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560.
0: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. I should check my text messages. I apologize. I don't always do that during the break to see if anybody responded on as to why we cannot message correctly in what I just played for you guys from Vivek. I, I Honestly, I don't have an answer. To me, that's a pretty simple thing to do and I really don't understand why we can't do that. But it is what it is, and I have no answers for that other than we've got to do a better job of doing what I just played for you all. Otherwise, I'm afraid we don't stand a chance of winning. We have entered in to a new era that I'm not sure our party really understands, and let me explain what I mean by that. Most people, in the way that they vote, are doing it completely off of emotions. They're not looking at it factually. They're not even looking at where their bank account is now versus where it was three years ago, even two years ago. I'm sad to say that, but they're not. My wife has said it, if she said it once, she said it a gazillion times, COVID and everything that happened through it, has really screwed things up, including the way people think. Now, was that all by design? I don't know. I I really don't. I I tend to be cynical there and think that in a way it was. Regardless, it is what it is. And and what I mean by COVID screwing everything up is it made people a lot more entitled. Uh, People got handouts. They're waiting for more handouts. They feel like everything today is owed to them, the job they have. On down the line we go. And in turn, it's affecting politics in a great way, maybe even a grave way. So we, as a party, can no longer expect the same outcome as we once did. Andy and I will talk more about this on Monday, by the way. We're shifting things up a little bit next week because of the schedule with Thanksgiving. So Andy and I will be together on Monday. But we're, we're forgetting That we have to message to people differently now than we did even in the last election in 2020. And even then, it had changed some because, again, of COVID. Why we can't figure that out on our side? Well, actually, I I think I do have an answer. We rely far too much on a bunch of knucklehead consultants that frankly don't know Sikkim. They don't have a clue. And we're paying them far too much money to advise on things that, frankly, they don't understand what's even going on. And if you want proof of that, look at the DeSantis campaign. There's my proof. He had nothing to lose and everything to win if he would just have handled things correctly in his campaign and messaged correctly. But guess what? He didn't. He didn't. In turn, out of the several that were on stage the other night, he's not even first. He had it to lose. He, he was the winner. And, you know, in going up against Donald Trump, he was the winner. And I'm not saying he would have won against Donald Trump, but when it came to everybody else, he was the leader and screwed it up. And frankly, in my opinion, screwed it up because of bad campaign, bad strategy, bad messaging. And and I can almost tell you it's because of what I'm talking about here. And he's not the only one that's done that. Others have as well. We've seen it in our own state. The last governor's race, we didn't win because of what I'm talking about. We couldn't get out of our own way when it came to beating Michael Bennett in the Senate race. I'm concerned now that depending upon who we run in Buck's place, will we even win that race? So our problem, I think, even as conservatives at times, is we've got this entitlement mentality as well, where we just figure, oh, that's a, that's a heavy R district, we'll win no matter what. Don't, 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 don't bet your sweet bippy we will. <laughs> we, we may not. Uh, again, as conservatives, we have this entitlement mentality as well, where we feel like we're going to win no matter what because it's owed to us, but it's, nothing is. We're our own worst enemy at times. So if you want further proof, I can keep going down the list of the mistakes that we've made in thinking that we can continue to message and run and campaign just like we've done in the past. And the fact of the matter is, no, we can't. And until we change that, we're not winning, folks. And frankly, in Colorado, that message isn't changing. I see the things that go out. I see the press releases, the communication pieces out of the Colorado GOP and so on. And frankly, that message hasn't changed. I don't know why. I'm going to throw this out there. Why the Colorado GOP doesn't reach out to folks like myself and ask, how are we going to change things and what do we need to message differently to reach the people we need to now win elections? Nobody's asking me those questions. I don't know why. Not that I have every answer, but I think I've got some answers on this. We talk about it a ton here. Daily, by the way. Daily. Except Friday's. Even then, we'll slip some in at times. So if you're listening and you want help along these lines, I'm more than willing to sit down and answer some questions, give you my thoughts on how we need to run campaign and message. And no, I'm not a consultant, nor do I want to be. If I was in charge, I'd fire every consultant out there because they all stink. Maybe we have, maybe we haven't. If we have, great. We still got to find ways to win And that I don't see happening. Ronna McDaniel, who's in charge of the GOP nationally, needs to go. Her strategy isn't winning. It needs change. The leadership needs change. The strategy needs changed. How we're going to do this needs changed. It's not the way that it used to be. Guys like Vivek get it, by the way. Now, will Vivek win? I don't know. I don't know if he'll even get far enough to even be nominated whether he'll be picked as a VP candidate, because I'm guessing for the most part, unless something major changes, Donald Trump's going to be our guy. And I'm, hear, I'm here to tell you, if Donald Trump doesn't change some of the ways that he does things and the way that he messages, we're in trouble again. So we'll see how this goes moving forward. I don't have all of the answers, but I do think I have some answers in what we need to do. And I play some of this stuff and give you guys ideas on a regular basis and If you guys agree, disagree, send me a text message, let me know. But I think we've got the ability to still win if we shift gears fast enough to make it happen. Roof Savers of Colorado is next. Dave Hart wants to help you with all of your roofing needs, and he can help extend the life of your current roof as well. Just give Dave a call today. I talk to him on a very regular basis, 303-710-6916.
12: With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, We here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916, or go to RoofSaversco.com to keep your roof ready forever Colorado throws its way.
3: This isn't Rage Radio. This is Real Relatable Radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back.
0: Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. A minute left or so, and then we'll have Kurt Rogers joining us at 5 o'clock, and we'll shift gears and... And get off my soapbox talking about what we need to do as a party and getting things moved ahead, and so on we'll talk about real estate and mortgages and credit scores and how to improve all of those things. And what I will say is before we get going, if there's a, as a if there is a specific question for Kurt, go ahead and email me or text me that now. Sometimes the e- sometimes the text messages can get kind of long, and sometimes you guys like emailing. Either way works. You can go to com and email me from there. You can also go to com and text me from there. Either way works, but give me your messages, and I'll get those asked and answered by Kurt once he's on here in just a few minutes. Again, the text line, if you're driving, 307-200-8222, and please use the uh, voice-to-text end of things if you're doing that. We don't want you texting and driving at the same time, but w- the way that works, a lot of you can do that right from the radio head as well. So again, if there's anything along those lines you'd like me to ask Kurt, please let me know and I'll get that taken care of. One more full hour coming your way. We're going to talk mortgages, housing, credit, how to improve your credit, all the different options that are out there. And yes, it's still a good opportunity to buy homes right now. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.